Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. Hey guys, welcome back to the Golf Podcast. This is episode number 395, and it's all of a sudden a reoccurring theme, Mike, that we're bringing people who were on the show a while ago back on the show. That's right. We had Peter Jacobson last week. This week, Jeff Palazzaro from 18 Strong. That's right. And and Jeff was last on the show way back in episode 87, which was October of 2015. Wow. And I can't believe that, you know, speaking of which, we're five episodes away from 400. So we're going to have to cook up something special for 400. Yeah, we definitely have to. You know, we're, we're that con- these numbers sometimes they come up on us quick. But, uh, Jeff, you know, like I said, 18 Strong, 18 Strong Podcast, which we were recently guests on. Uh, so if you haven't had a chance to check out the 18 Strong Podcast, definitely do so. I know we got we kind of directed you guys' attention towards it a little bit the last time that we had Jeff on, but just does great stuff in the area of golf and fitness. And today, we're going to dive into what he calls five fatal workout mistakes that are destroying your swing. Mm. And I think this is so okay. interesting. When he said that, it kind of piqued my interest because I'm thinking, well, a lot of us think it's a kind of like a it's either an on or off switch. We're, we're hurting our game because we're not working out, right, right? Right. But we don't think that maybe we're not working out the right way. So like we feel like if we're working out, we're doing good things for our game, right? Right. Um, but he's going to talk about these workout mistakes you might be making. So you may think you're doing the right thing for yourself, but we're just going to want to avoid these mistakes. But I think too, it's going to be like I always say this is like we try to touch on something for everyone. Some of us, some of you listeners who are working out, some of you who aren't, we'll we'll dabble in all of that. But um, Jeff, he's been doing this for a long time. You know, they've been doing the 18 Strong podcast for for years now. So he's just a, a wealth of information. He is. I mean, when it comes to fitness, I mean, he's a great guy to talk to. I remember it was six years ago he was on, but it was a great conversation then. And he's only grown since. Yeah. I've seen his own show and, and, and the venture that he's on is only growing. And he's had some great guests on his show. So Jeff's definitely a great guy in the space. We had Dr. Troy Van Beesen on not too long ago, similar talking about golf fitness. Yep. Dr. Troy works with a lot of tour players. So this stuff is always great because our bodies are getting, you know, as we get older, it's tougher and tougher to A, you know, find the time to work out. But when we do... I love this because are we doing it the right way? Yeah. Are we doing it in the right way that we're going to keep our golf game going? Uh, the answer is I don't know. So now I'm curious. And what I think is so funny with, with fitness and golf in general is that a lot of times, especially if you pick up golf later in life, you get to playing it kind of for fun. Maybe it's out there just having some beers with your buddies on, on you know, every other Saturday or something like that. Or maybe you get invited into a, you know, a, a kind of like an informal outing and it's just out there. It's slow mm-hmm. paced. You're just, you're having some drinks, you're having some food, you're having fun. And then as you start to like get into it more and getting more serious, you start to play a little bit more. You start to be a little bit more active with your game. And I think that's when it starts to click about how important the fitness is. Yeah. Like we're mm-hmm. seeing it when we play 36 holes or when we walk 18 as opposed to like that leisurely cart ride. Or even today, you know, we just um, we just unboxed our new Titleist T-Series irons. And just as we were filming, just we, you know, just ripping through some shots and just, you know, testing a couple different clubs. And I noticed that my performance and being able to hit a shot like dropped pretty quickly when, you know, after hitting a couple of balls because I was just getting a little bit worn out and yeah. I had to take a breather between them. So there's things like stamina and, and then additionally in so many of the different lessons we've done and I'm thinking of like the, the gears and stuff like that where we monitor our body motion, um, we start to see how there's a certain point at which, yes, the technical parts of the swing and learning that, but where the gains start to become unlocked is really through fitness. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. I mean, look, think about the times. I mean, we torque, we rotate. Um, 
the other day, Black Bear, I mean, it took me a while. My, I woke up in just back pain, lower back yeah. pain. And I think it was just my mattress. But think about that. That that tells me that I'm not, maybe I'm not doing something right. Right. It's all that conditioning. Yeah. And, and then even just going back to last week with Peter Jacobson and the level that these guys are playing at at age 50 plus, it's another motivator to make sure that your fitness is one of those top priorities when it mm -hmm. comes to getting your game where you want it to be. Right. So I think there's going to be something for everyone to learn in this interview, and, and I'm really excited to bring them on the show. Um, guys, a couple other quick things. One, um, make sure if you're not already, do so. Subscribe to our uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, also on Facebook Watch because speaking of which just reminded me the t-series mm -hmm. we just did a massive giveaway there and we've got more coming up we're going to be giving away speaking of walking 18 some really cool push carts from mgi the remote Cadillacs. control they, they i mean we're just i'm obsessed gonna talk with about them, them in a sec yep. we're obsessed with those we're gonna be giving those away we're gonna be giving away a number of shot scope products we're working with some other rangefinder companies like uh, over five thousand dollars it's, stuff, it's right? just it keeps adding yeah. up mm. uh, and we just did our big giveaways for our uh, annual Golfacy Virtual Open. So the best way to kind of be on top of all that and make sure you don't miss anything, because sometimes I get those DMs, hey, did I miss the giveaway or is the giveaway still going? The best way to know, subscribe to our YouTube channel, turn on notifications, because whenever we have a big giveaway, we're always announcing it there. Yeah. That way you don't miss it. Got to be in it to win it. Got to be in it to win it. All right. Want to bring Jeff on the show? First, let's do a word from our sponsors, and then we'll we'll dive right into our interview. Yeah, let's do it. So want to thank Titleist. Guys, the evolution of the T-Series advances Titleist even further in their mission to produce the best irons in the world. We just unboxed ours today. Oh, they're so, so pretty, great. man. Yeah. And they feel good. Um, new materials, new processes, new refinements, power, new precision uh, that must be felt to be believed. Guys, you got to go get fit for these things. Just go find a fitter. You won't be disappointed. I mean, they've got the T100, T100S, the T200, T300, which I ended mm -hmm. up in. Frank got himself a nice new little four T200, iron. T200, I got the 4U505. There is literally something in there for exactly. everyone. Exactly. And, and one thing you're going to hear us talk about, effective hitting area, like Andy said. Right. The forgiveness in that T200 and T300, incredible. So important. And each model is an instrument of exacting performance passed from Titleist R&D to Tor Pros to you guys to us, right? So Titleist T-Series, precision-made precision played also want to thank mgi we just teased this a little while ago we're talking about those walking carts yeah, yeah, yeah big thanks to mgi for sponsoring this episode we did a fun video using these uh, a few weeks ago we're going to be giving away one of their zip navigator electric golf caddies a 1600 value it it's is the top of the line. top of the line the it cadillac is it. Yeah. it was so much fun what a product uh for those walking warriors this this is exactly what you're looking for it makes you want to walk it makes you want to walk if yeah. you're not even a walking warrior i mean it, it holds your clubs yes but it also holds your phone your drinks basically makes your life easy out there yeah. super compact it collapses super small folds up into any trunk no matter what car you have. And it even has those cool wheel covers to protect your I car love from those, mud. We talk about, think of everything, the little yeah. wheel covers. Thought of and then everything. I love that little USB charger yes. underneath so you can charge your phone while you're walking. Brilliant, right yeah. there. And Brilliant the battery stuff. is superb. It'll last the whole round. And I want to highlight their rear support wheel underneath the battery. It fully extends when you're yep. playing so that you can go Because who of us haven't hills. had a, a, a buggy or a cart, whatever you want to call it, tip over backwards exactly. going up a big hill? And they've solved that. They got that solved. They solved that. The and patent this, and gyroscope, the gyroscope. That straight tracker technology, it's 
brilliant. brilliant. We showed it on the video where like even if you're on a side hill, they'll independently spin one wheel more than the other to keep it on track. It's ridiculous. On. I mean, what it do was you designed to cover any terrain. And again, in that video, we did test it. Believe us. We did. So we hit every hill out. out there. We hit every single hill. Go, yeah. You got to check out that video when it comes out. And we're going to be giving one of these away. So go to MGIGolf.com and check out the Zip Navigator Golf Caddy. Yeah, and I got a surprise for you guys here. I want to talk about FootJoy. Uh, the, the FootJoy really sets the standard for golf shoe performance and style in 2021 with the all-new Premier Series. You guys have heard me raving about it. I got something to show you in a second, but it's truly been inspired by golf shoes of the past, and it's supercharged for today's game. It's designed in collaboration with the world's best players, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, Max Homa. They were all in there giving their feedback to make the premier series what it is and it has that classic styling the, the premium uh, waterproof leathers and the details it just looks like exudes craftsmanship it's a pretty shoe. it really mm -hmm. is but it also has that state of art comfort and performance features like the versa tracks so here let me take, take a look at what just landed here for me i had to get these i saw them i had them in the blue and the white i had to get the all white here they are if you're watching this on YouTube, I am yeah. obsessed with this shoe because it's got that classic styling, but it feels so comfortable. In fact, I had brought this with us to Pinehurst to play Pinehurst number two in, in the morning, and I had brought a change of shoes, something different, for Tobacco Road. Well, I didn't take these off. No, I'm like, man. I'm wearing them all day. All day. That's truly all day comfort. They're sharp. But then you get to look this good too and be comfortable. This is what it's all about. That's why I had to order myself a second pair. So check out what FootJoy is doing. You can see the premiere series at footjoy.com. Com. And the last one I want to thank is ShotScope. Guys, we're coming up on the end of the year when we do our goals recap. And a big, big part of that is ShotScope because as you guys know, if you watch our videos, every time we play, Mike and I use the ShotScope V3 GPS watch for stat tracking. This is going to be a hot, hot item coming up on the holidays. So make sure you grab one of them now. They're only $219. It comes in, you can accent it with different colors. It's got, it comes in teal, red, gray, or black straps. And we, in fact, are going to be giving a few of them away. We did a recent video called our Secret Targets Challenge. And it's all made possible by the detailed stat tracking that the watch provides. There's also, if you're into just GPS alone, you've got the G3 watch, which at only $179 is incredible steal for the amount of accuracy of GPS watch that you get from the G3. And the last thing that just kind of rounds out that lineup perfectly is the Pro L1 rangefinder. It's got all the features that you want out of a premium rangefinder, including your slope. It's got that pin lock. You can just know that you've got your yardage and you've got it right. And believe it or not, it's all that tech is packed in for only 200 bucks. So between that GPS watch on my wrist and the Pro L1, I know I've got my yardages dialed, dialed when we're out there. But give it a look. And like I said, get involved because we have our leaderboards that we were doing with our stats for the Golficity uh, community leaderboards in the ShotScope app. It's all right there to be a part of it. You just need to pick up one of the new V3 watches. Go to ShotScope.com slash Golficity. Find out all about them. Join the community. You won't regret it. All right, let's jump into our interview with Jeff now. We're going to talk fitness, and uh, I think we're going to learn a few new things. Yeah, I man. think there's going to be a few surprises in there. Let's do it. So let's jump on the phone with him now. All right, guys, so we're super excited to have Jeff Pilzaro 
back on the show. It's been a while, Jeff. All the way back to eight, episode 87, October 2015. But it is great to have you back on the show. That's crazy that it's been that long. And, and thanks for having me back, guys. Yeah, we're super excited to have you here. And, and, and uh, for a lot of you who listened to the last time we had Jeff on, you know that Jeff is with 18 Strong and the 18 Strong podcast. But for anybody who's new, um, Jeff, fill us in, in a little bit about yourself and about 18 Strong. Yeah. Yeah. So um, basically, my background started out in physical therapy and then kind of shifted over into the golf and fitness world uh, back in 2008. Um, I was never a golfer growing up. Uh, I played a lot of soccer. And it wasn't really until I started working with golfers that I kind of got the golf bug and started working with them a lot and, and really decided that, you know, this is something that I became passionate about. I wanted to learn as much as I could about the swing. I wanted to get as, as into it as, as I could as a golfer as well. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't until, you know, I think I was on a Ryder Cup trip with a bunch of my buddies from college, which w- we just had our 10th annual. So this was, you know, over 10 years ago. Uh, 2011, 2012, when I really realized that, hey, there's a there's a need out there to put out some information to the regular guys. I mean, I can remember very vividly sitting on the top. It was a rooftop bar at this place in Columbia, Missouri called the Broadway. And I'm sitting there with my buddy, TJ, you know, cold Budweiser's in hand. And he's he's talking about how he just joined this new club and he's really gotten into golf. And he's like, you know, I, I really feel like I've, I've started doing some workouts that's helped my game. And I was like, oh, you know, kind of tell me, tell me about it. He wanted to bounce some ideas off me. And, and everything that he told me he was doing mm-hmm. is kind of the opposite of what I would have told him to do. You know, he was doing like the chest workouts and biceps and stuff like that. But he's like, it makes me feel really good and solid and strong over the ball. And I'm like, all right, so here's a guy just like me that, you know, is just getting into golf. He loves it. He's an athlete. He loves to he loves to work out and how it feels, but he doesn't know what to do. And that's when it kind of clicked for me that, you know, there is there's an audience out there of regular dudes just like you guys talk mm-hmm. to on the Golfisty, you know, on Golfisty and the Golf Podcast all the time. The major population of golfers out there are are guys like us, you know. Right. Guys that aren't trying to become, you know, us open winners and things like that. And I'm like, man, if we could just start kind of tapping into what I already know, but then, you know, this bigger platform and I can reach out to some people that I've started to get to know through this world. And that's kind of where the whole 18 strong podcast started and this whole platform of, you know, really trying to help the everyday golfer kind of sift and sort through what's now so much information out there back then in 2011 or 12, whatever year that was, there wasn't that much out there. And so that's kind of where it started. And now, you know, much like you guys, we're up over the 300 mark on podcast episodes. We've uh, helped thousands of golfers with their their fitness programs, trying to create kind of easy to follow training programs that the regular guy can do and follow on his own. Jeff, talk about some of these membership programs you guys offer, because you, you nailed it when you said there's so much out there. And it's up to us to kind of weed through all of it and determine what works for us. So can you talk a little bit more about these programs and I guess what we can expect if we sign up? Yeah. So, you know, it, it all started out first just with the podcast and us just kind of divulging information and asking as many experts as we had on the show. And then we kept getting questions like, all right, Jeff, so what should I be doing? What, what can I do? And so we decided, well, maybe we should put together a plan of something like, I would do with the guys that come to see me in my gym because most of the guys that I see in person are country club golfers, they're business professionals, but they realize that there's a benefit to 
to doing some sort of training, to staying in shape, to, you know, preventing themselves from getting hurt. So we're like, okay, well, let's put something together that, you know, just the everyday Joe could, could do with a minimal amount of equipment, or if they have a gym, it, it'd be great to, for them to be able to go to the gym. So we initially created our kind of flagship program, which is the golf body blueprint. And it's an eight week program, um, all structured out, tells you exactly what to do basically every single day. There's a couple strength training routines in there. There's what we like to call our move workouts, which is more just kind of getting these guys moving in different angles and positions and things that we know that a golfer needs more so than just going and lifting heavy weights. We're, we're big proponents of getting stronger, but we also know, you know, as golfers, we, we move differently than any other athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, but golf's also a game that we got to be able to play for a long time. And it's a game that, you know, regular guys that have jobs and kids and families are also doing. So we wanted to make sure that it helped with the longevity of their game and helped with the prevention of injuries and it helped with all these different things. So we put together what was initially an eight week program. We've then built, built out a couple other eight week programs. And now we've kind of shifted everything over onto our 18 strong membership app. So all of those programs are in there too. And that's kind of the bulk of, of what we've put together. We're working on some new projects, which I'm sure we'll kind of talk about in a little bit um, that we're pretty excited about for guys that aren't quite ready to dive into, you know, an eight week program, it can be kind of a daunting task. So we're, we're trying to figure out, you know, how do we bridge that gap from zero to eight week program? And, and we've got some cool things coming up. That's awesome. And one thing I want to lean into a little bit here, because I'm hearing and I'm reading between the lines here, I'm hearing you saying regular golfers. And obviously, you know, that's like a lot that's us and stuff like that. But it's sounding like what you're saying is there's a disparity in the way regular golfers train and then golfers who are doing this for a living, you know, the highest levels, PGA Tour and stuff like that, college. So is, is that correct? Is there a disparity? Like, is there something that maybe regular golfers from, from a, a knowledge of flexibility, of strength training, tr- stretching, whatever it is, is there something that, that they're not tapping into? Like, what what's the kind of the, the difference there between those two types of golfers? Well, I, I think, first of all, I think we need to come up with a better term than regular golfers. Right. So if you guys come up with something, we got to find something cool where we can we can – call all these guys. Um, but I think that there's a couple things going on there. A lot of the guys that don't have access to, uh, golf fitness professional or medical team, you know, I mean, you think of what the tour players have and they've got right there. Um, for us or for, for the guy that doesn't have any background in golf fitness, they might just go back and rely on what they knew back in high school or back in college. Or a lot of times they'll just They'll just think like, okay, I just need to get in better shape and that's going to help. And so they'll just go start jogging or they'll go and do the elliptical for 45 minutes. And while, yes, that's, that's great to just get them moving. I mean, one of our major motives here is to get these guys just up and moving and getting in better shape, but they don't realize that there are certain things that they could be doing that's going to benefit them. So, you know, some of those are, um, you know, not just making your exercises look like a golf swing. I mean, I think that's a big one that Mm -hmm. a trap that people fall into. And many times when we look at these different publications, these big magazines, they're only talking about what the tour players are doing. You know, they're only showing the exercises that those guys are doing. And sometimes those are very high level things, box jumps and plyometrics and med ball throws and things like that. Um, But if you're if you're not ready to take on just some of the basic exercises and your body's just not moving well in general, Mm -hmm. you're not ready to do those types of things. So we really 
look at, you know, what are some of the basic movement patterns that not just golfers need, but humans should be able to do, you know, just like some squatting and lunges and, and presses and pulls and things like that, where you're hitting the bigger movements that the body was going to go through, creating some rotation, making sure your shoulders and rotator cuff are, are solid and stable and you're not going to hurt yourself. Um, and those are kind of the big, the big rocks that we focus on. But I think that a lot of guys either don't have enough information, so they just go back to their old high school workout, you know, bench press and chest and buys like my buddy TJ, um, or they try to go to try to do too much too fast. And they try to, you know, go to these crazy intense workouts or they try to do these high level uh, plyometric or speed drills and things like that, that they're just not quite ready for. Yeah. And I think a part of it is just as we're becoming, well, well for now, until we get a better turn, we're going to term, we're going to keep saying regular golfers, but yeah. as we keep getting more and more aware of how physical of a sport golf is, I still think we're just starting to crest that hill where for so long, people didn't even consider golf a sport. You know, they kind of like laughed yeah. it off that because you had a couple guys out there who could drink 10 beers and still somehow shoot even par, God knows how, but you know what I mean? So the idea is, I think we're just starting to understand that fitness is important and it's become kind of like a lot of the conversation is centered around just making sure you understand that and including some fitness in your training. But here, what I'm hearing you're saying is that there, you might be working against yourself if you're not doing the right fitness. So I want to kind of dive in a little bit of what we teased earlier about these five fatal workout mistakes and start to say, what are, I know you're starting to touch on some of them there, but mm -hmm. a little bit more in depth of like, what are some of these mistakes that when guys have the best of intentions of saying, I know that whether it be stretching or whatever it may be, it's going to help my longevity, going to maybe give me more rotational power. I'm going to have, be able to, you know, hit the ball the way I want to hit it, whatever it may be. What are you seeing that, how are they working against themselves? What are some of those fatal flaws? Yeah, I would say that, you know, and I kind of touched on this a little bit, but we, we use the term being too golfish with your workouts. I mean, that's, that's one of the big ones that we fall into because it's, that's kind of like the, that's a little bit of the, the sexiness piece of it, right? Like, oh, I'm a golfer. I want to do some cool creative exercises. I want to swing things. I want to grab the cables and do all these rotation exercises. Um, but what happens when you do just that is again, you're not building some of these, these foundational moves. And so you're just, you're, you're trying to mimic a golf swing with a rubber band or a cable or a weight or whatever. And there's no way that you can replicate a golf swing with any kind of resistance, any kind of weight, because it's just, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. That would be like saying, you know, grabbing a, you're going to grab a, a dumbbell and you're going to practice, you know throwing like a baseball player. Like you, you wouldn't see guys doing that, but for some reason us golfers want to make it kind of cool and, and they want yeah. to do that. The other thing is, uh, those golfish exercises typically end up looking like a lot of rotation. But if you think about how much we actually rotate throughout the year, you know, especially rotating one way, what we really need to do to combat all the stresses of rotation is teach our body how to, to stabilize. So we, we would use a lot of what we call anti-rotation drills. You know, you're building up your strength, you're building up your core when, when the weight or, or some force is trying to rotate you. And so teaching your body how to stabilize during those, those and exercises. This, this is definitely something that is there's more groundbreaking there because I don't think you hear anybody in golf fitness talking about anti-rotation. You know what I mean? Because it's the hot but the hot buzzword is the rotation, but but it sounds like it's it's so much sense what you're saying there. But another thing I wanted to ask you too, because we've got so many uh, young golfers who listen to the, the show, and also a lot of, of of guys who are getting their kids involved. Um, 
one thing that I see is this channel of like this hyper specificity where people are getting, you know, especially at an early age, so locked into one sport. It kind of sounds like what you're saying is even at a young age or at any age, diversifying even your sports and how you're playing is, is going to make you a better golfer because you're, you're not, is that something that happens? Do people get too specific in a way they're moving too much in one way? You know, I, I really think so. Um, I think that it's a shame that so many of these sports, I mean, you look at hockey, you look at soccer, which is really big around here in St. Louis, um, golf, especially, you know, you're seeing these kids just kind of get lumped into like, okay, by the time your age 10 or 11, you got to pick your sport and, right. and then you've got to do it all year long. And it's like, man, I remember the kids that I played soccer with back in the day that were like the Uber stars when we were 11 years old and they played on the highest level travel teams and everything. And then by the time we were 15, 16 years old, those guys were burnt out and they either quit or, you know, they weren't nearly as fast and strong compared to everybody else as we started growing. And it's like that that poor kid missed out on a lot of other cool um, activities. Maybe he wanted to play baseball or basketball. But those other sports also give you a lot of diversity in being able to control your body, being able to accelerate and decelerate. And if all you have a kid doing is playing golf and working on, you know, exercises that are built around golf and even just, just exercises, not athletic motions of, you know, just going out and playing. I think mm -hmm. we've lost a lot of the, the play that, I mean, I'm sure you guys as cousins growing up just went out and just battled it out in whatever sport you played. Right. All the time. And I think that's where you, you build your grit, you build your athleticism. Um, you know, look at some of the best players on the tour right now. It's not, necessarily the guys that we know were super laser focused uh, as being golfers. I mean, Tiger Woods, obviously, is a different story. But right. you look at DJ, you look at even guys coming up, Scotty Scheffler and those kind of guys. We just hear, oh, man, these guys were great athletes coming up. Jordan Spieth, Kepka. you know, like yep. it's because it's because they learn. Yeah, Kepka. I mean, geez. Big one. Yeah. You know, so these, these guys learned how to just control their body. They learn how to develop power and speed and athleticism. And um, I think that putting kids. Well, here's a great example. I had a kid in, in my gym the other day and I think he's 14 or 15 years old. And I told him to just start skipping, you know, just to kind of warm up. And he couldn't, he didn't know how to skip. I'm like, dude, what's yeah. going on here, man? Like, no, just skip. Like, And he couldn't, <laughs> it took like 30 minutes for us to teach him how to skip. And I'm like, that's a kid that's just been playing golf for a long, long time and hasn't yeah. branched out. It's a slippery slope because you see it and how competitive golf has gotten that you, you get to these points where the kids are just drilling on golf, you know, constantly and they just don't get that chance to diversify. So I'm, that's why I'm glad, you know, you, you kind of said that because I think it is important. But even at any age, I think that it points to what you were saying earlier, even though now maybe it's the only sport we're playing, but just even diversifying a little bit in the gym. So going back to what you're saying earlier when back when you guys started, I know even back when, like when we started the podcast, there wasn't nearly as much information out there as there is now, but now it just seems to be everywhere. You can, uh, and, and that's, and that's a good problem to have in a lot of ways that access to information yeah. I think is always great, but there's also a way you can kind of drown in it. We see that with swing tips. We see that with, with everything. So from a fitness standpoint, like how do people start to decipher, like when it's, good and pertinent to them to, to dive into uh, a fitness expert that they see, you know, on YouTube or wherever, or when it's best to just kind of ignore that advice and, and do something a little bit more individualized. 
Yeah, it, it's it's kind of hard. It depends on the individual too. But um, I would say that first and foremost, there are some incredible professionals out there. And so one great way to do it is almost kind of latch on to to one person and kind of start listening to to their, you know, it's like if you brought 10 or 20 different fitness professionals in and, and had them design a program for you, Frank, or mm -hmm. for you, Mike, they're going to all de design different programs, right? It's, right. it's all going to look different, but they've all got their own kind of plan mapped out in their head. And, and, you know, there's, when you find somebody that you resonate with, it's much like having a golf pro, you know, like there's, there's a thousand different, a million different golf tips out on Google that you can go check out. But when you find somebody that starts kind of speaking your language a little bit, you you know that they have the pedigree and the background and, and they've done some things and uh, you know that, that you can trust, you know, the information. Say then kind of stick with that person. It's okay to then kind of learn other things and, and mm -hmm. bring some other pieces in. But if you're just going on YouTube and you're just kind of grabbing this and grabbing that or, or even worse, going on Instagram and just seeing like, oh, that's a cool exercise. That's a cool exercise. You're going about it all wrong. Um, the other thing that I would say is you have to think long term when you're thinking about your your fitness plan, your golf game. And that's that's one of the other fatal mistakes we see people doing is they try to do too much too fast. Mm -hmm, right. They don't they want the results now. So, you know, maybe they go join a crazy class or something like that, but they don't think long term. I mean, golf is a game that hopefully we're going to be playing for 50 years. Right. Right. So right. there's no rush to to really you know get it all done within this next month. Um, but just starting to do some of the simple things consistently is, is where you're going to be a lot more, uh, you're going to benefit a lot more. And so I would say that's where you got to find somebody that can give you a plan or somebody that you can maybe bounce ideas off of or talk to. That's why we've, we've really made an effort recently to, to really try to encourage people that listen to our show or people that follow us to, you know, send us an email, uh, you know, get on our Facebook page, ask us questions. Uh, mm -hmm. we're here, we're here to help. We're here to, cause we know it's confusing. I mean, shit, I'm confused half the time. You know, you get, you get so many different things that you're reading. You can, you can read one thing on one page and read something on another page, or I'm sure you guys get it too. When you're interviewing so many different people, different instructors, and you know that they're great instructors, but they might have a little bit of a different take. It's hard to follow and it's hard to kind of sort things out. That's yeah. where it's, it's beneficial to kind of find one, one person to really kind of go to. And the connectivity of everything, you know, it's like we talk about longevity and, and injury prevention as a big part of, um, of what we do when it comes to fitness. But then we kind of that, that, that whole thought can go out the window sometimes when it's like, we just want to shallow the club. Right. And now all of a sudden we're trying to do this thing, but maybe we don't have that mobility. You know, I, I look at somebody like Hogan and these guys who got this, this crazy shallow, but then I was thinking about myself, like right now I don't have that rotational ability to go much past here with my arm. Mm -hmm. So if I keep pushing it, like, let's say I found that drill, here's Hogan's shallow drill that I found on Instagram and I try to do it. I may end up working against myself and creating some sort of injury. And that's where, to me, in, in our own personal experience, Mike and I have been fortunate enough to work hands-on with a lot of different fitness guys and stuff. They all seem to start with the, with the first fitness assessment. And, yeah. I, and I feel like if you don't do that in some way, get some sort of assessed, it can be a very easy thing to do. I don't, you know, I don't blame anyone who does it because it's an easy trap. I fall into that trap to try to push yourself to do something that the body's not ready for. Um, what, what's your thinking there? Yeah. I mean, I think that either getting an assessment and, and in our programs, we put a, a self-assessment in there for that specific reason. First of all, just to find, is there something like 
super glaring that you need to address. And, yeah. and that, you know, I mean, what we do, what I do in person at the gym with guys is obviously going to be a little different than what we've done with 18 strong in our, our online platform, because we're trying to reach a general audience. Um, but we want to make sure that if you go through this assessment, you're either finding some limitations that you might have. And if it's something big, then we highly encourage people to go seek out somebody in your area. I mean, shoot, send me an email and, and we've got resources everywhere where I could say, you know, where are you? And, and I'll try to find somebody for you to go to, to get somebody to look at, you know, what's going on with your hips, what's going on with your, your shoulder, whatever that might be. Um, in our programs, we almost use the different exercises as a continual assessment, you mm-hmm. know, where, you know, see, see what your motion looks like during this exercise. And if it's not good, is it getting better? If it's not getting better, then maybe we need to address that. And I mean, we'll have people send us videos of them doing the exercise and give them, give them tips on ways that they can improve that kind of stuff. But you're exactly right, Frank. If you're, if your body physically can't do a motion that your golf pro wants you to do, or that you're watching on a a drill, you're just banging your head against the wall. And so you got to either fix that or you got to find a way to, to work around that. Um, otherwise you're just going to keep getting frustrated and frustrated and frustrated. You're going to keep trying. And every now and then it's going to feel like you got it. You Mm -hmm. know, we've all done that. Oh, I I had it that time. But if you had yourself on video, there's no way you had it. You just, you caught the ball well on the club. And, um, so yeah, that's where it can get really, really frustrating. And that's where I think a lot of guys, you know, they end up kind of getting frustrated with that because they're taking lessons, they're doing all these things to make their game improve, but just not letting them do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a big point, but that's where I think that I love what you're doing with the 18 strong podcast and getting that information out there, because I just think it is, like I said earlier, it's just so new, I think to golfers and every day we've got more and more golfers who are new to the game, picking up the sport. But I think this whole idea of, of understanding fitness the right way, as I said, avoiding these mistakes that we've been covering here, all this different stuff, um, as far as, you know, not, as I just said, doing overly specific, what we call like golf exercises and things like that. It's just so easy to slide into those that, you know, I commend you on what you're doing and being able to put out that information, you know, every week for free on your podcast. And then for the guys who want to dive in even deeper, you've got the programs. But before we let you go, I want to talk a little bit about, you mentioned some uh, special projects and some things that you've got coming up. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the the messages that I think we really want to get across to guys is, and, and I kind of learned this when I was getting ready to go play in my first member guest, I was talking to one of my clients who he's won the the champion club championship at Bell Reeve. Like I think, 10 or 11 times, you know, so this guy, and he's got quite a pedigree as an amateur. And so I said, Hey, Hey doc, um, you know, going into this first member guest that I've, I've never played in one before, you know, you know, there's going to be, it's going to be a long weekend. There's going to be some booze flowing. I'm like, what, what's your suggestion? And he, he just said, you know, I would just use your, use your fitness as an asset. And I started thinking like, that's a great point. Like most of these guys that are out there, are, you know, probably not in the same kind of shape or as, as some of us that pay more attention to this stuff. And so like knowing it's going to be a long weekend, knowing you're going to be out in the hot sun and grinding. So I started thinking like, we need to, to help guys just think about their body as being an asset to them mm-hmm. as opposed to being a liability. Because I think that so many guys go out on the course and like, Oh, my back hurts. Or like you were just talking about, you know, maybe your shoulder doesn't rotate well enough. It's like, we don't, 
we don't even necessarily have to go so far as like, oh, performance optimization and all this stuff. I mean, for guys like me in our 40s, we've got kids, we've got jobs, you know, we have this this huge problem with, you know, posture and self looking at cell phones all day. It's like there's a lot of stuff that is just working against us in our golf game. And if we can just combat some of those things, mm-hmm. like you can turn your body into a weapon when you go out onto the golf course, almost think of it as like your 15th club, right? Like it, this is something that, you know, you're not going to struggle with your back pain or your hip pain or those kind of things. So um, one of the big things that we've got going on right now, and, and we've had this in all of our programs for a while, we, we've called it our daily motion routine. Mm-hmm. And it literally is like a five to, to 10 minute little exercise routine, basically just kind of range of motion routine that we have our guys do. And we tell them to do it every day. In fact, we might even change the name to to EF the EFDs the every freaking days because <laughs> right. we want to and we want them to know like that's how important this is. It like if you do this every day, it's going to take only a couple minutes, but it's going to improve your range of motion in your neck, your shoulders, your hips, your rotation, all of these different things, and it's very easy to do. It's going to keep you kind of like I like to say perpetually warmed up. So even if you're a trunk slammer, you get to the course and you mm-hmm. run out to the tee box, but you've done your your daily motion, you've already kind of gotten warmed up for the day. Um, so we've had it in our programs for the last, I don't know how many years, but um, we're going to make it a, a free resource that we're giving away. So uh, for the for the golf podcast people, you guys are going to be the first ones to, to see this as a free resource. So we're going to awesome. set up a we're going to set up a page, 18strong.com slash the golf podcast. I'll make sure Ryan gets it all set up by the time this goes out. Um, and my challenge is to all of you guys, even to you two, yeah. do it for seven days and like see see how it feels after seven days. You know, just the aches, the pains. The It's probably the thing that we get the most emails back about like how eye-opening is to just do something that simple, but do it consecutively. It's, it's crazy. So like, that's our thing. Like just get people moving every day in some capacity. Yeah. We would love for you to do our golf body blueprint and be on our app and do all those things, but just move a little bit every freaking day. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the message first of all. And then once you see that, that how much that improves your game and just how you feel, then we will kind of work on stair stepping people up a little bit into those other programs. And we've got kind of another in-between program that's going to be a little bit easier to complete than a, uh, a full eight week program. And that's, that's awesome. And Jeff, I know one question that some people are going to have is, are these things that, do they need any type of special like equipment or is there anything they need to, to invest in to do this? Or, or is it just something that they can just do like at home? No. How's it work? This is, th- th- you need nothing but joints in your body, literally. <laughs> okay. Um, awesome. And we wanted to make this as simple as possible. You know, like, like we wanted to make sure we really sat down and thought about this. Like, you know, this is a program that we've sold for years and we're like, Hey, if, if our purpose is really to help guys move better, play better, like I don't care if you do our programs. I don't care if you go to our buddy, Nick Mueller. I don't care if you go to Joe Gambino, like all of our, we're friends with all these guys that are in this space, right? Our mission is to kind of be the ones helping to push this movement forward of, of getting guys like us to, to pay attention to their bodies, to pay attention to their fitness. So, so we, we decided, you know what, let's just, if that's really our mission, Let's give it away for free. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it'll be good exposure if people are, like it and they share it and whatever. But um, ultimately, yeah, there's nothing that you need except a little bit of time. I do mine literally when the coffee is brewing in the morning, mm-hmm. five, five to 10 minutes. You need a little bit of time. You need a little bit of willpower to make sure that you do it every day. And so that's why I say I, I challenge everybody to do it. Do it seven days in a row. 
Okay. Um, Challenge accepted. That'll do, yeah. Yeah. That'll do Let's two do things. It. It, it compounds on itself a little bit, but also when you mentally do that, you build up a little confidence like, yeah, okay, I, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing what I said I was going to do. And just that confidence builds a little bit too. Yeah. And I tell you what, what's super appealing to me is that idea, like you said, of like kind of always being warmed up. Cause it's funny. Like as I get older, I remember when I was younger, sure. Before sports, like we would warm up, the coach would have us warm up, but I didn't feel like I needed to. I was like, yeah. I was so active as a kid. I was always moving. I could jump out of a car and onto the first tee box. No problem. Now it is different. It's just the reality is we were playing a match the other day and it took like by the third hole, we started to feel like we were grooving a little bit. Right. But the first, you know, before that, the first two holes, it was just like, you felt like you were just kind of powering through it. You didn't have it. You weren't moving the way you wanted to move. So I, I think that's great because no doubt we're all strapped for time. We get it. Everyone is. So if it's something that, and, and, and there's just going to be those times when you're going to have to kind of like race to the first tee box. So if it's something that we can do and build upon at other kind of quiet moments in our day that's super appealing to me so super looking forward to checking that out and, and jeff not only do I appreciate you coming on the show again but sharing that with our audience we'll link to that of course in the show notes and if you're watching this on youtube we'll put it in the video description as well we'll also drop that in our facebook group so that everybody can take advantage uh of that link that you're sharing so we appreciate that and um like i've said before guys if you haven't had a chance to do it go do it now go check out the 18 strong podcast uh subscribe because it's nice to see another grinder who's been doing this as long as we have with the podcast. And uh, there's a reason why you've been so successful. You do, you do a great job with what you do. So uh, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, it's just great talking with you. Well, well, thank both of you guys. And, and obviously, you know, kudos to you for, for what you've been doing. And, and for everybody that goes over to the podcast, I, I just had two very handsome Italian gentleman on my show <laughs> not too long ago, episode number three twenty four. Yeah, man, the, uh, the boys from Golficity. So go check that one out too. But but no, thanks to both you guys. Keep doing doing a great job, and and we will one of these days we are going to have that cousins versus cousin match somehow I'm, virtually. I am Let's super go, looking man. forward we to that. that we will make that happen one way or another. All right, Jeff, thank you again. Good chatting with you, and I'm sure we'll have you back on the podcast soon. We'll talk to you then. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Great to have Jeff back on the show. Always great talking to him. It always is. And like I said- Guy knows we, his stuff. We were recently on his podcast. They they do a terrific job with the 18 Strong podcast. So guys, definitely jump over there. Check them out. We'll include some of the links if you're watching this on YouTube in the video description. Uh, we'll also include them in the show notes, which you can go to get to by going to golfissy.com slash episode 395. But I love talking fitness. I know, Mike, it's been a big part of uh, your journey with golf. Mm -hmm. I've been working a lot on uh, things like flexibility because everything from performance to longevity, it's all in there. And you, like Jeff was saying, you really got to make sure you're doing it the right way. That's it, man. You don't want to hurt yourself. That's what it's all about. Make sure yeah, you're swimming with the current Right. Not against exactly. the current, so to speak. So, all right, like I said, that's everything we have for you guys. You can get to the show notes by going to golfacy.com slash episode 395, and we'll be back again with you guys next week. 